Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. Hello, it's Dracula. <laughs> and it's Liana. This is the Night Guys no podcast. <laughs> Join us bi-weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all with delirium. Mmm. Delirium. That's a beer, right? Uh, delirium tremens. on it? Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. As she finishes her glass of wine. My glass of wine. Speaking of. What? We need to do that we were talking about last week. Mm. Yeah, last week. When um, <laughs> I had to really block I don't know that timeline in my mind. We got to go to those wineries around here. I need oh, yeah. a winery day so bad. We're going to do a winery do. day, guys, at some point. I think we check soon. in <laughs> for oh, like no. a minute before. And then we check out, mm-hmm. like on video, and then we go okay. to the next one and we check in. <laughs> we check out. <laughs> I think we were talking about this on Patreon. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we discovered a few wineries, and also there's one that's called the Matrix Winery, and I mean... Happy birthday, Keanu. It was your birthday last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, glorious. It was a celebrated day. <laughs> a day of great feasting. Still waiting for that Matrix 4 trailer. What's going on, guys? Waiting. I don't like waiting. I don't either. It's Trey Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. When uh, we were driving up to uh, camp or whatever, uh, I read Matrix trailer was unveil or whatever. It's CinemaCon, I think it's called. So, like, mm. people who were there got to see it. Ooh, exclusive. And then the article went on to say, whenever they unveil those trailers, it's always, like, within 24 hours, they release it to yeah. everybody else. And then they didn't. And then I saw another article when 24 hours passed. I was like, oh, this is not normal. They're making people wait. And I'm like, boo. Why? That's... This is the one I want to see. <laughs> Maybe because they're going to release the trailer and then be like, surprise, the movie's ready. Hmm. I hope so. I'm tired of waiting. Then I will rent out the movie theater and sit my ass right in the back row like I always do, even if no one's there. (laughs) Okay, well, if you're renting the movie theater, I want to sit in the middle because that's where I always sit. Oh. Middle. Dead middle. I like middle, but middle leaves you open to somebody touching the back of your chair. And I rent out the whole place. It'll still feel like. I'll remember times and it will irritate me. <laughs> well, then you can sit in the back. I will. Watch, I love it back Watch there. my back and then I'll just sit in the middle. <laughs> I'll watch your six. Don't worry. I won't <laughs> let anyone in the Matrix <laughs> take you. Or maybe I will if I'm eating popcorn. I might. 
Mm. Or Keanu's in like a slow-mo scene, then your sinks will be exposed. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we're excited. We just need movies. I miss Dude, you know what movie I've been waiting for since before the pandemic? Hmm. Shit. Fucking Antlers. It's that Wendigo movie. What? What's yeah. that? I've, I remember that. I showed you a trailer like last year. Oh, it man. looks spooky. It's got like a little kid basically is like feeding the Wendigo. Oh man, it looks cool. awesome and that dark. Vaguely from I know I watched it. If you said I to me, hate I it. that they have like not That's fucking so released it. Ugh. It came out. It was supposed to be released before A Quiet Place Two. Wow, like, six months before. That's crazy. Yeah, Why, what is that? What is that about? I don't know. Rude. But I don't like it. I want it out now. Oh, this is perfect, too. I've now okay. forgotten and remembered three times. Sweet. I watched what? the first two episodes mm-hmm. of the new season of American Horror Story. Oh, shit. I forgot that that I is keep out. also forgetting to watch it, and I finally remembered. Oh, shit. I like it. I'm only two in, so... I don't know okay, in how many are out right now. Maybe Roanoke, which I did not. Oh, like. Roanoke was balls. Okay, okay, so so it's better. I, you know, than okay. Those. I okay. liked Roanoke. I guess like the first episode. I was like, this okay. is kind of fun because that's when they were in like the haunted house and like, mm, right? Yeah. And I liked Cuba Gooding Jr. and that was fun to see him. And I thought it was going to be people. And then it's like when it. I don't like when things take a hard turn. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't like that unexpected shit. Okay. I don't like it. I mean, it, why? This is dumb. It's like, ooh, I love race car movies. Now there's an elephant that is fishing. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to race cars? <laughs> I don't want this. I mean, that actually sounds it's a, It's actually, it's an upgrade. <laughs> Like elephants fishing? That sounds like a good time. It does. <laughs> okay, so but uh I liked it. Okay. So far. What's, what's it even about? I don't even Okay, so this is also what I'm a little confused on because I haven't oh, bothered to Google it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I ever will. But don't do it. I come think... to your own conclusions. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> if Okay. So because <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, wait. Hold on. You can do this. You can do this, mind. Because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. they're behind two years. So okay. we missed one. So there's two seasons that are out this season. Really? One involves... Oh. Okay, I forget the name of them. But one involves vampires, mermaids, I think. And one involves aliens. What? Okay, so there's two seasons. They decided to do two in one. Is my understanding because they're totally Wait, two separate. In one, I think. So I think they're, I think they're separate. I don't know. Maybe they'll try to end oh one and boy. start one somehow in a way. But I think it's actually two separate seasons. Again, I have not googled okay. this, but I know there are two separate seasons. They have two separate titles. Wow. Okay. I, I have not looked into this at all. Is Evan Peters? He's not he's in. He's in it. the one I'm watching right now. Oh, thank God. Okay, because he's like the main reason that I. Yeah, and I really <laughs> like who he is for once. I feel like oh. I haven't liked his characters in a long time. They've given yeah. him so bananas of a character that it's like 
I don't like the character. There's no way I'll ever like this character, even if he's playing it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So, okay. like, the one the one where he plays, like, the cult leader, and there's the clowns and the beehive mm. ad one. Yeah, I, I couldn't I didn't, even finish that Yeah, season. and that's what I'm saying. Like, it sucked, because it's like, I don't even like him in it. And then, uh, there's another one he did that I didn't like his character either. Like, when he, remember when he was, like, the Frankenstein one in Coven? Mm-hmm. Was like, that was like, uh, this kind of whatever. <laughs> this isn't good use of him. Um, I like him in this one. Okay. He's fun. Okay. And he it. and... Is her name Frances Con? What's her name? Conroy? Is her name? I don't know. Sure. The lady who has usually the crazy red hair. Love she's her. always extravagant, cool outfits. Him He's and best. her are kind of like friends. So they're Aww. in the scenes all the time together so far. Okay. Which they I like. They're fun. They karaoke together, which I really like. Yeah. I, well, I really like it so far. Okay. Well, cool. I'm excited then. I, I just hope I they don't, don't switch the up the plot and make um, and take that elephant fishing I right feel- there. <laughs> I think they're gonna go elephant fish or el- elephant fishing. Hmm. 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 <laughs> we'll have to work yep, that out. They're gonna do that. <laughs> we'll have to workshop that. <laughs> Did you have news? Yeah. Oh, besides okay. that, yes. Okay. Is he is he on the dreamboat? And Who, Peters? Peters? I would. I would too. There. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm I glad that we've him. decided. I I think he's he's pretty dreamy. Yeah, I do. In like a weird, creepy way. I almost said I do declare. <laughs> I wish you had. My mate like short circuited. <laughs> and I couldn't speak when I thought it. You're like, I do. <laughs> I declare. <laughs> what happened? That felt crazy internally. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was funny feeling. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. There's apparently ghostly activity that was filmed at the Welsh pub. The Welsh pub? Is the, it called the Welsh the pub? Wels- Wait, what is it? The, the Welshly <laughs> Arms. The Welshly Arms. <laughs> Old SNL. If you guys don't know it, then shame on you. A hot tub. Uh, okay, a curious piece of security camera footage from a pub in Wales shows a chair... Moving on its own, and the establishment <laughs> suspects that the site's resident ghost, Gerst, was behind the eerie uh, incident. The strange event reportedly occurred earlier this summer at the Lansdowne Pub in the city of Cardiff, as manager Haley Budd was sitting at a table and looking at her cell phone. Suddenly, a chair positioned across from her slides a few inches forward and Ooh. tucked itself under the table that she was... But, wait, is this at the table she was sitting at? Because I'm even weirder. Uh, catching the puzzling motion out of the corner of her eye, she heard the chair slide, and she gave a uh, scene in the video looking around in an attempt to be like, what <laughs> just happened? Oh, no. Recalling the weird moment, she said, in the video, you can see me looking to see if it was something in my bag that moved. Mm-kay. Why? Okay. What's in your bag? Uh, then I was trying to tell myself that maybe it was the wind. Oh, bag than wind. These are weird possibilities. These are weird reaches. <laughs> okay, dude. girl. Uh, she revealed that she has since tried to recreate the scenes. <laughs> Why? Quote, so many times. But there's no logical explanation. One fantastic possibility that has been put forward by pub regulars is that the chair has been moved by the resident ghost. 
which is said to be the spirit of a woman who they would nickname Lady Lansdowne. <laughs> come on. Come up with a fun name. Yeah. Boo. Like, mm, Chair lady. <laughs> old Marge. <laughs> or something. Oh, Give her a name. I like, yeah. Why not? <sighs> lady Lansdowne. But maybe it is good. Lady Marge Lansdowne. <laughs> now it's better. <laughs> Fixed. Having Done. worked at the location for eight years, she indicated that she has noticed what might best be described as paranormal activity. Mm. Though the suspected ghost has never done anything that's a cause for concern, she clearly just wants to make herself known. While the manager said that she is not particularly frightened by the spirit, some of her staff have expressed a different perspective as they have apparently warned her that they will leave the job if they encounter the ghost while they are working. I hope Lady Lansdowne takes into consideration that people are going to bounce uh, because they don't want to be short-staffed. What's your oh, take yeah. on the spooky footage, everyone? Okay, let's see. Do you want to see it? Uh, Sure. Do you want to see a chair being put back where it should be in the first place? Scootled. Scootled <laughs> into uh, its new home. Okay, here's Miss Bud sitting at her table, scrolling. It is at the table she's sitting at. Oh! <gasps> and it's definitely not her footies. Oh. It's not her footies. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, I see why she thought it was her purse, because it's right. her purse is by the chair. Maybe she thought it shifted. <gasps> oh, because her legs didn't even move at all. Oh, because I was gonna. I was watching only her legs. Oh, like, hoping good. to see that. Wow, it got pulled toward her. Oh, ah! And then it shows like a chalkboard at the bar moving. I guess that's like wow. another thing that's happened. Okay, that's see, I was crazy. totally ready to debunk this and be like, I saw her leg move, or I saw her foot twitch. She didn't move. No, 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 she didn't. And she's full into the scrolling. That's weird. Mm-hmm. You know what's kind of fun about how the chair moves is it's like one little. If I push in a chair when I'm getting up, every time I push a chair, it always like, er, er, like I never do like a solid nice slide. No, this did a nice solid slide. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That in a itself is super slide. natural. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because you can't do it. Nope, can't. We'll always catch on something. <laughs> Ghost knows her business, her it bar does. business. Hmm. I believe it. I believe you, Haley Bud. I stand Haley with you. Bud. Cute. <laughs> okay. Apparently, also, there are plans for a 400 billion new city in the American desert. 400 and... billion dollar new city? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, 400 billion what? <laughs> Monies. <laughs> it's in the desert, though? Yeah, let's see Uninterested. what desert we're talking about I do about not want to look at the desert. Nope. Uh, okay. So some billionaire, Mark Lore, outlined his vision for a 5 million person. That's too many people. New city in America. Um... Some world-famous architect is designing this shit they just unveiled, but he needs someone to build it. It's going to be 400 bill. But what desert? All right. The former also- Walmart executive last week, okay, <sighs> unveiled plans for Tolosa, a sustainable metropolis he hopes to create from scratch. It's 150,000 acres. It's eco-friendly architecture, sustainable energy, 
drought resistant water system yeah but you have to pipe water there if it's in the desert like okay the rest of it fine but you're still pulling water from somewhere else and half the united states is in a massive drought right now anyway so this is derm uh oh shit i clicked something wrong okay (laughs) i'm back you're right okay uh 15 minute city design so anyone getting to work school whatever it can only ever take a quarter hour commute from their homes oh so okay scouting location worker city yeah okay no site no place haven't found it people are scouting possible places nevada utah Mm -hmm. idaho arizona texas are on the possible list I'm curious as to where they plan on getting all this water from to build their city because places like Phoenix are already like mad running out of water. Yeah, Arizona, all that. Yeah. Well, okay. Residential buildings are covered with greenery mm-hmm. and imagine residents enjoy abundant open space. <laughs> uh, fossil fuel powered vehicles are banned in the city. Mm-hmm. Autonomous vehicles are pictured traveling down sunlit streets alongside scooters and pedestrians. Yeah, Get your scooters but... out of here. Uh, okay. Another image depicts a skyscraper dubbed Equitism Tower, which is described as a beacon for the city. It's where you do your mm-hmm. cult stuff. The building yeah. features elevated water storage, aeroponic farms, and an energy-producing photovoltaic roof that will allow it to share and distribute all it produces. Like, all of the power stuff, very cool. I'm into it. But, okay, the buildings are going to be covered in greenery. How are they going to water it? Where are they getting that water from? Water doesn't just, like, produce. It doesn't just get produced in the desert. This is fool. (laughs) I'm trying to see if they talk about it anywhere. Uh... I just don't know, buddy. Go back to your Walmart-ness. He's like, I can't. I quit. (laughs) I retired. I made too many billions of dollars. I just decided to do something else. I'm bored. Uh huh. I'll visit. It's interesting. I'm. I'll get on a scooter and hang out. Good with the desert. I don't need to go back. I don't like. I mean, aliens are there, so. I don't know why you would go. I don't need it. I'll visit. I'll go there and. Drink at their bar, their eco there we bar. Go. <laughs> I'll find a way to make it un eco e, un eco e. Oh well. Speaking of aliens, should we move on? Yes. To our main subject. Mmm. Sexy. So there's two cases I think we should talk about today. The 1948 Aztec New Mexico UFO crash, and we also want to talk about the Falcon Lake incident. Which one do you want to talk about first? (laughs) (laughs) Should we talk about Aztec first? Sure. Okay. So this happened on March 25th, 1948. I'm getting this information from Think About It Docs. I've never heard of those, but I've been to it. I haven't either. Um, I like how they categorize it at the top. Yeah, they've, like, given a full categorization of everything. Like, date, starting time. Number of objects. One. Shape of object. (laughs) Urban or rural. Rural. Those are shape crap. In the high net classification, they call this a close encounter two, which is the observation Mm. of an object in close proximity to the witness where physical traces are left 
or felt. You know, he would be somebody I would want to talk to. If you could, like, have dinner with people. This I dude? would want him. Mr. Heineck. Oh, okay. I was He's like, Mr. Project guy? Blue Book himself. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. That would be pretty cool to talk to him. That'd be neat. Mm-hmm. I'd be into it. I'd be into it. Get out of here, you crazy SOB. Because he freak you out. But then I would know more, which would help me be less freaked out. Maybe he could be like, well, mm-hmm. in like five of the cases that I researched within the last year, we saw that aliens are very not down with fire. And I'd be like, oh. thank you, Mr. Heineck. <laughs> One moment while I make a few notes. I was going to say, you are going to be the reason that we have like interstellar war. <laughs> Great. As long as I know how to win it. No, Let's go. <laughs> we don't have to start it. <laughs> I'll oh finish God. it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> start and finish. I'll do them both. America, oh. <laughs> USA. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, USA. <laughs> it's so fun to jam after everything. I know. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> okay, so the incident at Aztec. Uh, it says next to the so-called Roswell incident of July 1947. That's rude. I know. I I think I think they're just saying so-called in because they just call it the Roswell incident, not trying to say like because I don't like it's fake. It. Okay, it's because real, of the... and we need to be worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, this UFO crash that we're talking about Thank today, uh, <laughs> um, the most. So next to Roswell being dissected, um, promoted, and discredited, this is the other one that has been uh, dissected, promoted, and discredited. Yeah. This has happened in New Mexico, 1948, in Aztec. Right um, after Roswell. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were going for like a recovery mission. Mm. Mm. Yeah, to get the one that was still alive, they were keeping in the area of one. Yeah, they were like, oh, we got to go to New Mexico. And then they're like, oh, shit, my friends. God, Joey went to different state shit. (laughs) Oh, my God, that scared me. A giant moth just flew up my window. Oh, man. No. (laughs) Okay. telling us something's going to (laughs) happen. Oh, buddy. Um, So according to the information related to the... Wait, according to information related to the author Frank Scully in the late 1940s and subsequently published in his best-selling 1950 book, Behind the Flying Saucers. Gross. I want in front of. <laughs> I don't want behind it. With the stick with yeah. fire. Face A number of straight in- on. <laughs> incidents in 1970, 1947 and 1948 had led to U.S. authorities recovering the wreckage of four alien spacecraft and no fewer than 34 alien bodies. That is so many. That's a lot. All of which were 34? being studied under... That's bigger than my class in elementary school. <laughs> that is disgusting. Just Ew, alien bodies. I don't even want to hear that. Just say aliens. I don't need to physically, in my mind, recreate bodies. Well, their whole body. Uh, They were being studied under the cover of the utmost secrecy at various defense establishments in the United States. Um, So as Frank Scully was willing to admit, (laughs) the the bulk of his information come from two sources. Silas Mason Newton, uh, described in a 1941 FBI report as as a wholly unethical businessman. (laughs) Great. 
And one Dr. G, the name given to protect eight scientists, all of whom had supposedly divulged various details of the crashes to Newton and Scully. So according to Scully's sources, one such UFO was found in Hart Canyon near the town of Aztec in March 1948. Located in the spectacular Four Corners area. Have you ever been to Four Corners? No. Is that where all the the (laughs) tips touch? Yes. Yes. (laughs) New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, and Arizona. All their tips. Just right right there. Uniting. Like uh, Captain Planet style. (laughs) Is that what happens there? Yes. Yes, of course. Great. Mm-hmm. So Aztec is about 180 miles northwest of Albuquerque and 300 miles southwest of Denver. So it's like middle of nowhere, really. Mm-hmm. Surrounded on three sides by Indian reservations, Navajo, Ute, and Apache. Is it Ute? Sorry, I'm going to pronounce I would have said it wrong. like you did, but okay. I don't know where I've heard it said that way. Sandstone mesas are overshadowing these river valleys, snow-covered peaks of the San Juans. Um, there's just, like, crazy beautiful um, topography everywhere. Oh, <laughs> so, yes, I'm going with big words right now. I love it. I think my um, drops are finally kicking in. <laughs> love it's it. It's been about an hour. <laughs> um Oh, my God. Stop getting all flowery about the area around this place. Oh, my Jesus. goodness. It's getting really annoying. They're just, they just keep They're describing. Some colorful. Oh, my God. Uh, adjectives. Yeah. Okay. So the town is home to the famous really pretty. Aztec Ruins <laughs> National Monument, a 12th century 450-room Pueblo ancestral to the modern Pueblo communities in New Mexico. But what of the most controversial aspect of the town's history? Gross. It's aliens. <laughs> according to the story <laughs> the Aztec had crashed it was located essentially intact by elements of the US military that gained access to the object via a fractured porthole oh, oh my god my goodness. so there were windows on this little thing inside were found oh, the bodies I hate of- those reports I hate those reports dude they are no Wait, oh I looked up and saw the spacecraft and there's a porthole and I could see it walking around driving get out of here with that I don't need that's like how a kid would draw it get out inside were found the bodies of no fewer than 16 small human like creatures all slightly charred and undoubtedly dead oh my fire. god they don't like fire <laughs> I you knew were right The UFO was then dismantled and transferred along with the bodies of the crew to Wright Air Base in Dayton, Ohio for Mm -hmm, further study. mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Do you want to keep going? No, but I will. (laughs) The time of its release. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, my. Scully's book caused a tray sensation. In Mm. 1952 and 50 tray, However, J.P. Kahn, who was a reporter that previously worked for the San Francisco Chronicle, published two detailed exposés which cast doubt on the claims of Newton and Dr. G. Okay, rude, but fine. Uh, yet, as the passing years have only gone to show, the Aztec UFO crash refuses to roll over and die. Because it's not faked. Yeah, it's real. And again, we need to prepare. <laughs> Indeed, it has gone on to spawn a whole industry. In 74, Professor John Spencer Carr revealed that he had in his possession what was deemed to be credible info relating to this case, including testimony from a U.S. Air Force officer who was allegedly involved in the UFO retrieval. 
Okay. Right. A year later, the event was once again demolished, uh, this time by one Mike McClellan in persuasive paper titled The UFO Crash of 1948 is a Hoax. Wow. Bury the lead. Not. <laughs> okay, bud. Guess I don't have to read it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Next article. <laughs> um, In view of this, how can he know that? We're, he wasn't there. I know. I love how he the people are like... can't say that without a oh, doubt. I read some reports and I've decided it's a hoax. It was like, a hoax. Okay, bro. Nope. Mm-hmm. You can't... Okay. <sighs> rude. Rude, rude. Mm-hmm. In view of this, it came as something of a surprise in 87 uh, when researcher William Steinman published the book. He published his book. Mr. Mm-hmm. McClellan only had a persuasive paper. Uh, he published the book UFO Crash at Aztec, in which he asserted that the incident did occur mm. and that Frank Scully's book was, in essence, factually correct. Mm. And just to compound things further, following the release of the Steinman book, Fate magazine reported that the book draws on speculation, rumor, unnamed informants, and unbridled paranoia to defend <laughs> and elaborate on the original story. Wow. Interesting. Wow. wow. I've been hearing... And by hearing, I mean reading and books. A lot about this Fate magazine. I keep meaning to look it up and see if it's still being published. Hmm. Because it's like, like in the book, uh, the Dogman, mm-hmm. heavily Dogman book that I gave you, but not all Dogman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of like, it's referenced a lot in that and another book by the same author. Like, there's a lot of, the magazine sounds really fun. Because it's got all these cool, like, accounts in it from people. Who write in, I guess. I don't know if it's still in publication, though. Uh, Here we see the major problems with the Aztec story. Okay. Aliens are not fireproof. Okay. That's the main problem. They could never be charged. Both Newton (laughs) and Gebauer were, at best, dubious con men. (gasps) How con? Scully published their testimony without question, and Steinman looked at the affair from the perspective of a believer. As a result, mm. the story remains unresolved even after more than half a century has passed. Oh. Did a UFO crash to Earth in the harsh deserts of New Mexico? Yes. Probably. We're fucked. There's aliens everywhere. Stop this. Were diminutive <laughs> alien bodes recovered at the crash site? Yes. And they burn. Good. <laughs> Was the incident successfully concealed by the military? always and then they have black uh the men in black mm-hmm. and they make sure they threaten you and your family and they give you a payout don't speak of it we kill you okay <laughs> here's a new ford truck enjoy your life were the key players in the story all that they appeared to be probably they, no one has anything to gain from this bullshit <laughs> so, seriously that's what i don't get is that when why people, like, come that's out why they're all anonymous, anonymous. And and what kills me is that when people, like, say, like, I, Liana, say that, you know, this is real, like, that, but my reputation's on the line. Yeah, and a lot of pe- these people have careers that they've spent way too much time on and to, like, get to where they are, mm-hmm. and they finally made it, and... <sighs> no. No. And even if they don't, even if you're, like, just, you know have a trust fund you don't have to work and life's grand <laughs> you still don't want people bothering you and your family or you mm-hmm. that's annoying mm-hmm. i don't get it okay so mm. we're switching sources because that source is really long and like 
a little too involved. Too many names. Too many names. We'll all get lost. It's and terrible. to what end? Exactly. What do we need these names for? It happened. Mm-hmm. 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 I think it did. So... This case has been really interesting because it's gone back and forth being a hoax, not a hoax, hoax, not a hoax. But yeah, I mean, like the craft was said to be 99 feet long. (laughs) The guy, uh, Frank Scully, you know, had his two sources who told him about this incident and then, you know, said the military covered it up, blah, 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 for secret research. Scully wrote that the craft, the crashed UFO, along with other flying saucers captured by the government, came from Venus. And worked on on magnetic principles. I know. (laughs) So according to him, the inhabitants stocked concentrated food wafers and heavy water, quote, quote, for drinking words you're speaking to me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. And every dimension of the craft was, quote, divisible by nine. What is happening? I don't know. Heavy water. As opposed to light water? (laughs) Maybe it's like really solid water that's like a dense. Like I'm thinking like jello water. And then it's not water. But maybe it's only it's like Like is it frozen? Scientific makeup is water only though. But it just happens to be solid. But not ice. ice. No, but not ice. I don't know about any of these things. Well, uh, a science writer, Martin Gardner, criticized this guy's story as full of, quote, yeah, heavy imaginings water. and scientific this? howlers. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, my God. I love it. Um, but so this I thought was really... I mean, it sucks because they're really trying to push that this was a hoax because in 2013, an FBI memo claimed by uh, some ufologists to substantiate the crash was dismissed by bureau by the Bureau as second or third hand claim that we never investigated, they say. But that's what they would say. I know. They don't have the... Um, the FBI vault thing isn't, it's not open. That's just the C, the CIA documents. The FBI doesn't have, their, yeah, right? And, or is it? I don't know. Even if is, it is, it is all? they'll just redact whatever they don't want us to know. Yeah. They're not going to actually tell us. They don't even tell the president. This That's is like the, the highest of high ups. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> These are the people who regularly consume heavy water. Mm-hmm. They know. Mm-hmm. So, ufologists, according to ufologists, through the mid-50s and the early 70s, most ufologists considered the subject thoroughly discredited discredited, and therefore avoided, because, obviously. Um, but in the late 70s, Leonard Stringfield purported that not only was the incident real, but that the craft involved was one of many, like we said, captured okay. and stored by the U.S. military. And in later years, many quote, alleged, quote, first-hand accounts of the Roswell crash uh, contained the Aztec crash story, so with some claiming that the craft was made of a material impervious to all heat, while others claimed that the craft was damaged by the crash. So maybe the material Both. was impervious to all heat, but their little wrong. bodies wrong. were not impervious to heat. So mm. they... The craft got really hot, but they charred baked, up. Like baked them. I love this info. 
<laughs> well, okay, so the humanoid bodies were said to measure between 36 inches and 42 inches. Ew. And weigh around 40 pounds. And then apparently, according to I don't to like that. Them, that. I feel like smaller things are meaner. Mm. I'm used to punky. I'm basically going to say like chihuahuas. That's all I'm picturing. According to Chihuahua <laughs> Lore. biology <Yeah>. and psychology, <laughs> they are evil. <laughs> Can't, but yeah, they're definitely also, not. They they are not impervious to fire. They mm-hmm. <laughs> love it more uh well so anyway it's still up in the air whether or not this one's a hoax it's real mm-hmm. all of these cases should be treated as 100 percent certified yes it happened because then you're more prepared we must take this serious okay <laughs> we must be ready to kill them well this story might freak you out but i want you to click on the link now because we're going to talk about the falcon lake incident this one i think is way more interesting okay but i need you to click on the link and see the picture that goes okay. along liana with. wouldn't let me oh my god <laughs> this is the best <laughs> who drew this i don't know artwork by seth heinrichs shout out to seth your drawings are legit <laughs> he looks like he's on an imaginary <laughs> tight rope He's on a walkabout with a UFO. Doesn't it look like there should be a wire underneath him? And he's got his he's got his onesie tights on. Oh, he's ready he for does. it. He's got his little but footies on. Yeah, so we put a flannel over it. <laughs> and there's just a UFO watching. Like, is this guy okay? I don't know. No, no, he is not. So Even I'm gonna start reading cool. and I'm gonna let you take over we'll just switch back and forth okay okay so this is the falcon lake incident on the afternoon of may 20th 1967 a man named Stephen mikolak yeah <laughs> stumbled maybe that's why he's walking like go. that he All stumbled right. onto the parking lot of the falcon motor hotel he, was he seemed drunk or something he's having a party at least that's what the Falcon Beach Highway Patrol officer thought when he spotted the man walking down the highway earlier. Oh, good. Talk so to I him? like how he just like let him stumble down the highway. Shwasted. Uh, like, oh, shifts over in 10. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see that. <laughs> so Mikulak was an industrial mechanic by trade and amateur geologist on the side. Ugh. He would often come out to Falcons, stay in the hotel, and prospect for quartz and silver in the woods. It was not unusual to see the man around, but something went wrong this time. Okay. In the parking lot, he approached the hotel owner and told her that he needed a doctor. His eyes were bloodshot and he was out of sorts. That day, there was no doctor in town because it's the middle of nowhere. So Mikulak rested in his hotel room and he phoned his wife and told her that there had been an accident, but that he was okay. And then he asked her if he could have, if she could have her their son meet him at the bus terminal in Winnipeg. Um, oh, by the way, this is uh, in Canada. Canadian. <laughs> so, okay. Good. Sorry. Check. Um, <laughs> I guess I should have said that. Uh, but yeah, so he would be on the next bus out of Falcon Lake. So at 10.45 p.m., the bus pulled into the station in Winnipeg, and Miklak's son drove him directly to the hospital. 
When Miklak was seen at the emergency room, he felt nauseous and dizzy, and he had severe burns on his upper abdomen. Radiation, he, told, he was near UFO. Mm-hmm. When he told his physician about the injuries, it was likely the strange. This was likely the strangest explanation the good doctor had ever heard. He had been burned by a blast of hot mm-hmm. air from a UFO. No. I've heard this one too many times. This story would eventually make its way to almost every encyclopedia of UFO encounters and become the topic of an episode of Unsolved Mystery. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to... I'm sure. Let you read. I'm... So, <laughs> he had been in the woods near Falcon Lake across the highway from the town site, chipping away at a quartz vein. He looked up, saw two oval objects in the sky, glowing in intense scarlet. Yum. The objects <laughs> sunk toward the <laughs> ground, keeping a constant distance between them, weirdly operating like a single unit until Ooh. one stopped and hovered. Your favorite. <sighs> Gross. The <laughs> other ship continued to the ground, eventually coming to land quite near where McLuck knelt, minding his own Business. Well, I don't, what I don't get is why he was still kneeling while this was happening. He's like, this is probably a big ass pizza quartz. And he was like, I'm like, I don't it. want you stealing it. <laughs> Come here once a year. <laughs> Leave me alone. Maybe their UFOs are powered by quartz and they need it. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. It does. I wonder if UFO are like seen near like quartz. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like deposits or something. Mm. Must Google. Uh, <laughs> the craft still in the air ascended and disappeared. In dead silence, that's not good. It left its twin rest. Ew, twin. I don't like that. On a flat section of Precambrian rock, still kneeling with a pick hammer in hand, <laughs> Miglak watched through the protective goggles on his foss. The scarlet red of the craft faded to a stainless steel sheen, and he noticed an open hatch on the side of the craft. Ooh. A lozenge-shaped opening. <laughs> that is real weird. About two feet by three feet in size. Okay, not big. Not huge. Okay. Warm air came off the craft in gusts. That's that radiation, probably. Uh-huh. Each wave wafting the smell of sulfur. Not good. It's Ew. so interesting how sulfur is involved with Bigfoot, demons, and aliens. Makes me think that they're all actually related, and that gives me a real Matrixy vibe. Where, yeah. Like and fairies. Yeah. Oh God! What if they're just glitches in the Matrix? Oh. I think that stresses me out more than them they're the same anyway. thing. I think a lot of it is probably it's either spirits or aliens. Or both, but and they like possess the same way of shape shifting, mm-hmm. maybe, and so they regionally appear. What will make more sense to those who are seeing them? So, like, I'm gonna be a Bigfoot now, or I'm gonna be a fairy, or I'm gonna be whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. It's weird though. Everyone always smells yeah. sulfur for all the things, not just demons. It's concerning. Um, a tiny electric motor world, which I'm getting angry at. Uh, I hate it. Air hissed lightly, but mostly it was quiet out there in the woods. Just a man in goggles and a parked UFO. <laughs> okay. He scanned the hole for identifying decals, perhaps of the uh, U.S. Air Force. 
Light poured out of the upper circle of the craft, flooding the ground with purple. It was so bright that it outshone the midday sun. And I don't know why I was thinking this was happening in the evening. It always is. So I pictured that. Uh, When he Mm -hmm. looked away, his vision was obscured by bright spots. He stood and moved closer. Within 60 feet, he listened. There were voices? He held his breath and strained to hear. From inside the craft came two voices, one with a high pitch, uh, higher pitch than the other. Okay. Gross. Mm. They sounded human enough, although they were muffled. He couldn't make out what they were saying. Okay, Yankee <laughs> boys having trouble, he said aloud. What he did the icebreaker? Come on. <laughs> And we'll see what we can do about it. What are you doing, Steven? You goggle nerd. (laughs) Falcon Lake isn't far from the American border, and these were the Cold War days. There were all kinds of military, secrety, spooky things going on. No reply from the craft. He took some steps closer, kind of hesitated. Then, legit walked right up to the hatch and peered inside. What is wrong with him? Tons of lights everywhere. Focus beams shining across the interior. A series of flashing lights switch on and off in random sequence. He stepped away. The craft was still motionless. There were no signs of welding or seams to be seen. It was extraordinary. He reached out with his gloved hand and touched its side. It was hot, burning hot. He pulled his glove away and saw it was melted. Ew. 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 So are they not impervious to heat? Um, no. Well, his glove was melted. So I think these things can get really hot. But when they say impervious, I think they just mean like heat doesn't affect it. It just gets really fucking hot. Okay. But so the aliens can't touch or that. Was cool. that inside or outside? No, it was outside. Okay. I was confused because he peered in. I thought he was touching inside. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. So without warning, the entire craft just tilted slightly and then he They're felt a sc- <laughs> he felt a scorching pain across his chest and his oh, shirt no. burst into flames oh, oh boy my. <laughs> instinctively <laughs> Mikolak turned away and tore off his shirt and undershirt he felt a rush of air around him and looked back at the craft it was already rising above the treetops and then it was nowhere gone like its sister ship he then felt nauseous, and his head began to ache, and then it ached more, and then he broke into a sweat and vomited on the rocks, mm-hmm. on his quartz, and then the quartz no. was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> he covered himself with his light jacket and started through the brush towards town. Something was wrong with him. The dots in his vision returned. Pink dots imprinted over everything he saw. Oh, no. He vomited again and fought to remain conscious as the headache pounded in his skull. He felt burning on his chest. Red marks appeared. His jacket irritated the sores on his abdomen as he moved through the woods. When he finally reached the highway, he flagged down a police officer, the one who reported his apparent drunkenness. Eventually... He flagged him down? That's horrible. Yeah, Canada. And, like, how the cops like, cool. mm, nah. No. <laughs> Eventually, Micklack made it back to the hotel parking lot on his own steam where we began his story. Or this story. This whole thing does not sound likely, but according to archived Royal Canadian Mounted Police documents, this went from a case of too many wobbly pops to a full-blown UFO hunt by police, army, and air force. <laughs> New like band wobbly. name. 
Wobbly Pops? That's great. Too Many Wobbly Pops is a great band. Definitely at least a song on the CD. CD? That's what we listen to. <laughs> you heard me. On the mini disc. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so locals all remember the military helicopters overhead that spring. An Air Force chopper with a crew of seven soldiers and two RCMP officers landed on the ro- on the golf course one evening. They had spent the day making passes over the woods. The next day, a Canadian Army helicopter joined the search. They combed the area with teams on the ground and in the air. They mm. found oops. <laughs> they found some landmarks that Miklag had described, but nothing more. His instructions were too vague. <laughs> Yangzing, leave him alone. So many wobbly pops. Um, according to Miklag's physician, he had been too sick to participate in the initial days of the search. He hadn't been able to eat solid food since the incident and had dropped 13 yeah, pounds. Probably losing all his hair and shit, too. Mm-hmm. But Not two good. RCMP officers drove back to Winnipeg that night and knocked on his door. The pair convinced him to come out to Falcon Lake with them the next morning. Poor guy. Well, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to ride in an army helicopter. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So they took him up in the army helicopter, but nothing looked familiar from above. He didn't do much better with the ground team. So after dark, they drove him back to Winnipeg. After dropping him off at the house, the officers turned around and drove the two hours back to Falcon Lake to regroup with the military. In the evening of one of the search days, there was a gathering in the hotel lounge with some official looking folks. The hotel owner was curious and asked where they were all from. One of the men said he was with NASA. Mm, the brag. helicopters and this guy continued for a fourth day by this time there were two other foreign groups leading their own investigations the head of the ufo project for the united states government was around as well as the members of the american group arpo the aerial phenomena research uh they apro that's what it's supposed to be i was like yeah, they did aerial numbers. phenomena <laughs> research organization at, which at the time had a large staff consulting phd scientists um so locals weren't really sure what to make of it all it was an outrageous sounding report some guy wandered into the woods and been burned by the exhausted ufo could it really be extraterrestrials mm-hmm, erica mm-hmm. what do you think yes 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 maybe was it the russians maybe or just an elaborate hoax no was he just a wacko who burned himself with a barbecue maybe no <laughs> but it could not maybe be denied not. how dare you is, insult steven this way i know but it could not be denied that there were helicopters thumping in the air and things that yeah, were getting weird out of falcon lake expensive that shit is for them to bring all that out for oh days my God. seriously no this isn't a stop yeah stop it yeah that's rude mm-hmm <sighs> Should we? F- I yeah, I can keep going. I, I think so. Yep. I just read the sentence and I was like, "Hold on, guys, this is a weird one." A fun thing to do in the area at the time was to go to the garbage dump in the evening to watch the bears. This is why I hesitated to keep reading. One Let's night, go. a server from the hotel was out on a date with her boyfriend, doing hold, just that. Hold up, love it. Let's go on a date to Babs. the dump, guys. Babs. I want to go see the bears at the dump. <laughs> I love I'll you. take you to the I dump. Love you. <laughs> Happy anniversary, boo boo. <laughs> Going to the dump, old dumpski. Tonight we're gonna see three bears. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. I love it though. I'd go on the drive home from a romantic time at the dump <laughs> and they saw a silver object up above uh, shooting star, babe. Uh, it appeared out of nowhere. 
and followed them. Gross. The boyfriend stepped on the gas and flew down the road back to somewhere safe in town. The server lived in the staff accommodations at the hotel and was so shaken that she would not come out of her room in the morning. Mm. Sometime later, a son of the hotel owner's, young Steve Buchik? Busik? I don't know. Uh, got a phone call from his friends, brothers, Bob and Bill. <laughs> Double Bs. They told them, they told him they could hear an electronic sound coming from the woods. Ew! Near mm. Penguin Resort where they lived. Steve returned the phone to its cradle and walked down the road to the Penguin Resort. It was completely dark when he came around the bend down the final hill to bob and bills he could hear it loud and clear beep 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 the sound pulsed from it the trees the three boys lit their flashlights and ventured into no, the woods go in no the that is when you're like okay great i hear it bye the source you of the sound you have to go do it in the daytime you have to the source of the sound seemed to move around them it was right mm. in front mm-hmm. of them yuck then behind them then somewhere completely different altogether. Mm-hmm. Beep, beep, beep. When the sun rose the next day, young Steve talked with Ed Schindler, a local trapper who was a friend of his, uh, of his father's, and something of an expert on many <laughs> subjects. <laughs> Vague and broad. <laughs> <laughs> Steve told him about the electronic beeping in the forest. Ed straight up laughed. You dumb dumb. He said he believed them about the beeping and said it was the call of the sawit owl. Hmm. Now I have to look this up. Gotta do it. Well, that's one mystery solved. Anywho, as for Stephen, an undated letter from the Department of National Defense summarizes without a satisfying conclusion. Quote, both the D&D and RCMP investigation teams were unable to provide evidence which would dispute old Steve Malakabubu's story. <laughs> Left to our imaginations is what made them so interesting in the first place. He's telling you the truth. No one's faking these crazy radiation burns that he has that he's vomiting from. Stop. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Okay, let's listen to this little owl. Oh. Oh. Are they beep beep? owl? Hold on, I'm going to turn up my phone so everybody can hear. Got to unplug it. Hold on. It's pulsating. It's it like sounds a little like someone flute. who's trying to learn how to play the flute and is just like, play <laughs> one note. this note. I'm going to master <laughs> this <laughs> one note before I move on to note two. Oh my god. That's The first cute. comment. How did I miss that? It brings me back to my days of grade school recorder practice. <laughs> Hundred percent. I'm gonna listen to it again. Hold on, just because it makes me laugh. What's he saying? Is that like, come over, hang out, bored? (laughs) You think it's? You think it's like Morse code? (laughs) I hope so. <laughs> what if it was and we could understand him? Oh, That'd he's really cute. Oh, I believe it. No such uh, thing as an ugly owl. No, owls are adorable. And I understand that owls have been mistaken for aliens and they can look really crazy when you see their cute little crazy legs. Still cute. He's oh, so tiny. He is he's a little, little beep boop. Bo- he's a little beep beep. 
He's about the size of your palm. A little boop. Oh, I like him. Owls are cool. I love it. We like you, sir. Well, Good day to you. So that's the fal- <laughs> the Falcon Lake incident. I liked it. I did too. I think one day we should get that tattooed on us. <laughs> Which what? The picture of the guy walking in his tyro oh. pants. <laughs> his little footies. <laughs> It'll be a fun tattoo to explain to people. People are like, um... Falcon Lake incident, you heard of it? Like, did you get this tattoo in prison? This is rough. <laughs> you just don't know stuff. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, my God. Should we spin the wheel? Yes. I think time? we should. Okay. I want to see what, what crap we got on here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Play that ditty. This sounds good. Oh, God. I It sounds good. It's probably horrible. Zombie Road, Missouri. What? Sounds great. <laughs> oh. Wait a second. I feel like we've talked about this before. Really? Maybe. I don't know. Zombie Road? I don't know. Well, we'll either find out that we have, and then we'll surprise you guys. Okay. Or... You know what? It'll be a surprise either way. <laughs> oh my goodness. Great. Surprises all around. Surprise are my favorite. We didn't even know it was on the wheel for a surprise. That's true. <laughs> I didn't even realize that was there. Good. I like it. Go team. I like the team of surprise. Surprise this team. Pretty surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, we hope you enjoyed learning about UFO cover-ups and stuff. And things. Yeah. And things. Believe they're all real. Wobbly pops. <laughs> Those are the takeaways. That's that's my big takeaway. Wobbly pops. <laughs> Believe everything. Mm-hmm. And use it. <laughs> use the information to make it into a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> like burning aliens. Weaponize all info. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> no, it's quite easy. I'm lazy, so that's that's a lot of work. I got it all cataloged in the old mind. The mind palace. Yeah, the steel trap. <laughs> I don't. I don't think either of us have a steel trap up there. <laughs> You're right. It's platinum. <laughs> Trashic. Mm, mine's made out of um, tin. V- vegan Jello. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of oozes through. <laughs> Like a uh, colander. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mind's definitely a colander. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Mine's a grater. Ooh, cheese grater. Mine's kind of like a microplane, maybe. I love my microplane. I think it's legit. <laughs> Zest like no other. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm tired. I feel like I do. So I don't like, I get that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'll go get one. It's legit. We'll be right back. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, cool. Love you guys. We will see yeah. you. And by see, I mean, you'll hear Talk us. Talk at you. On Thursday. <laughs>
Yeah. All right. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. All right. Bye. Bye.